0: Actually, it was, whoops, 1979. Ooh, kind of like um, 1979. And, um, you know, I had four kids at home and it was close to Christmas. And I thought, I'm just going to take a bubble bath, lock the door. And, but I was singing just that. Hallelujah. And that's what I want you to try. There's songs, hymns, and spiritual songs also and it says in order to even get to a higher place with God which we need to do in these last days see way back in the 40s there was the healing movement and then there was the, the word of faith you know faith always will be faith <laughs> faith is a is in period that's you, there was no movement there just was faith but, but the word but the Word of God was, hadn't been emphasized. That was way back. In days of Catherine Kuhlman and all those way back there, I mean, I was alive, but didn't know because I went to a different church. And then, then there was the charismatic movement and we came in on the end of it. And the charismatic movement was the Holy Ghost. And people all over in all kinds of churches we're receiving the Holy Ghost. Okay, so so uh, I was still in my denominational church, but that church actually in, in Omaha, there were some of them becoming filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Now, I want to tell you something. And didn't I tell you? I told you over and over, husband, <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to preach today. I mean, I woke up this morning and said, Oh, you could." words in your mouth, you can do that. I said, yeah, but i got to ask the Holy Spirit. And I had so many sermons, and I was looking them over. Anyway, uh, this is it. This is, it's not up here at all. <laughs> and, okay, so, so, I was taking a bath, singing, and I, I don't want to say what Lacey said about thanking the Lord. That's the only way we got that church and worshiped. But see, the worship has to be from your heart. You don't just sing songs. Uh, spare me. You don't just get up here and sing songs. You have to come from here. And that was immediately when I, went, when, when I got born again. I went, wow. It was, you know, like this, this is what I've been looking for all my life. <laughs> I've been looking for the, uh, something else, a good churchgoer. We were good churchgoers, but you know, that that wasn't it. And and I went, ooh, and then then I was singing, hallelujah, hallelujah, and different things. Lord, I love you. And Lord I love you. (laughs) And like some of the some of that, Lord, you're worthy. Um thank you, (laughs) Lord, And, and all those things, and all of a sudden I started to speak in a different language. I started to sing in a different language but my heart was there yeah. now i know in this town in fact somebody came to our house and they said that tongue stuff is burned up oh my god it made I, I, the heart of god just got stabbed don't and they don't know any better they they don't know any better but that's what they're hearing. It's in this town that that's wrong. And it's not. It's in the Bible. Folks, it's in the Bible. But what I wanted us to do was maybe sing that again, sing hallelujah. And if just give him your whole heart while you sing it. And if you can start singing in something else, that's how I got it. And I didn't even know you could speak in him. I thought, it was just singing. I don't know what, the. <laughs> and um, and you know what? That somebody says, well, you could speak in him too. Just speak, and I did, <laughs> and have been since 1979. <laughs> and you can't tell me I've had people take me out to lunch and say it's of the devil, <sighs> because I said I really love you. You're you're so nice. One was a neighbor. Another one was somebody else, and um, you know, and it just <laughs> you don't know, understand your heart. What she was talking about—it has to be a heart of worship, and I believe that's how we got everything all paid for. Amen. Period. Amen. By the way, I gave a fifty-thousand-dollar check to Charles. So he could start, we, we still we need, I don't even know why I'm bringing this up though, 11,000 something I, is the rest, of, not the rest of it, it's 76 when he's done. But, but but that's okay, it's coming in. It's coming in and actually a lot of, you know what, I've got some of that already. So so I. you know what, that doesn't take long. When your heart's in it, when you worship him, it comes in the most unusual ways, the yeah. foolish thing God confounds, yeah. but it's your heart, yeah. your heart has to be a heart of worship yeah. and a heart of thanksgiving. Every time I've gone into the shower, I say, God, thank you for hot water. Thank you for a shower. Thank you for indoor plumbing. Honest to God. Can you imagine in the winter time? I mean, I'm old enough that they didn't have it at those times. I always did, but he didn't and a lot of people our age did not have. And can you imagine being sick to your stomach? You know what I'm talking about and it's 30 below zero, Uh, to walk in the snow. And then maybe you just went back in the house and here it comes again. I'm, I'm just saying, could you imagine that? And we are so blessed, so blessed, so blessed, going out to the well to constantly get a drink, you know, or, you know, get water for the house to wash the dishes and heat, heat them up on this with cook stove and all that. The, it, I mean, you be grateful for what you have. Some of this generation thinks they're entitled to everything. And you have to, you have to work for what you got I, I'm, okay i'm getting into all kinds of things but let's just see seeing the gratefulness has always been in me honest to god I, and that's what i'm not trying to give myself a pat on the back but you just realize how god saved your life how how he how he was with you when my first husband died when what you know how he provided for the two girls that i had then. You know, and, and just just all kinds of things saved my life. When I was five years old, had ruptured appendix, 1945. No antibiotics were discovered. They were discovered, but they weren't on the market yet. <laughs> just all kinds of things. You go past, and thank you, God, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That has to come out of your heart, though, the hallelujah. And hallelujah is a universal word. It means the same thing in every country in the world. <laughs> so let's just sing that again. And then whatever. I mean, if, if you can sing somewhat in the spirit and just words will come. You don't make them up. They're just they just come off your tongue. Okay, go ahead. your eyes, see God up there, not not people, just God, I give you everything that I have, everything. I give you myself, everything, everything. I couldn't do anything without you, Lord. I love you. I praise you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Just whatever else works. Think. Jesus. Think about God. Thank Come from you, your spirit.
1: Jesus. Thank you.
0: Jesus.
1: Thank
0: you. Now, if you don't Jesus. use your mouth, nothing's gonna happen. You have to be singing with us. This is Thank huge. You, you, have to, you have to, I'm not gonna look. But has to open you, see if you stand there and don't don't say it sing anything don't say anything thank nothing you, will ever Jesus. happen huge huge
1: thank you my Jesus.
0: your heart isn't really been given to God it has to be real and I'm not talking it's it's not emotion either but it does make you emotional you know Pat Harrison was at the ladies conference and um, I was watching and I just haven't seen her now She she was after her husband died she was the head of FCF you can be seated go ahead And that woman, her whole thing, every time she speaks, she says, I love the Holy Spirit. And she mostly. Okay, let's just because this is we're still in the. the, uh, Okay, the. The Holy Spirit. And when I heard her speak, I just sobbed sobbed and sobbed and sobbed and it was coming out of here. For no, not because it was sad, but because I just saw the movement of the Holy Ghost. Okay. It came into, in, into me again, even via a phone. <laughs> and because I, I remember, I know her personally. And she, she recognizes me when she a uh, big deal. But th- her, the, the whole thing, Kenneth Hagin, her, her countenance and everything was, some of the preaching was exactly like her father. Yeah. That's her father. Her dad was Kenneth Hagin. <laughs> yeah. and, and I would just went, oh my gosh, God. It reminded me of the beginning. Yeah. And sometimes you have to go back to that. Yeah. 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 But folks... We're not. Don't see, I went to a religious church yeah. all the time. There was nothing there. There was nothing yeah. in here. Yeah. And it, it even yeah. says in Isaiah and Jeremiah, it says, it says your words are wonderful, but your heart is far from me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Your words right. are wonderful. It's just, just speaking a bunch of words, we a routine, and bang, you go out. Yeah. It has to be in here. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. Okay, there's people running around. Don't uh, okay. This is this is the Holy Ghost here, yeah. and I just I get concerned because I see certain people not yeah. not really um, honoring God, Amen. or thanking Him, yeah. or realizing we're not playing yeah. dead church yeah. religion. Yeah. This is this is real, yes, it is. It is. and so is praying in tongues. Yes, it is. And this wasn't the, what I was going to do. In fact, the Lord also said to lay hands on people for three things, or have them come up here if they want. Not right now, because I feel like I need to say some things about Acts. But uh, but uh, Thank you. for. If you've never received Jesus, if you need to rededicate your life, if you need healing in your body. And Jesus came. He came so that we could be redeemed. He came so we could be healed. And the other thing he redeemed us from was lack. and come for that too because I know we're prosperous that money doesn't even phase me the thing but I know it shall come and it will be good yes. <laughs> I know it Amen. it's just peace just like I had when I bought the church okay but let's go mm, let's see Thank you. Thank you. we'll go to John four,
1: first.
0: Uh, verse thirteen in that King James. John four thirteen. Okay, so I never knew this. Went to church all the time, huh. daughter. Went to junior high and people got a hold of her and she started doing drugs. and um, but yet you know she had we had gone to church a lot and, and um, she knew God and, and she even had the opportunity with high school to go to the Grand Canyon and she said she went she was alone in the Grand Canyon for a certain amount and she said, God help me, God help me. I don't want to do this. God help me. She told me that later. So she comes home, you know, and, um, and she had an experience in the bathroom and saw Jesus on the cross and the blood was dripping down on her and she just fell on her knees and cried out to God and she said it was like all this burden lifted off her back. And she received Jesus as her Lord and Savior and she came out and she went, Mom, I saw, and we were all mad at each other because I had caught, I had no idea what marijuana pipes were. Or I don't even know if that's it's what you old call old. them. Yep. <laughs> I didn't even know what they looked like, but they looked yep. weird <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to me, and I caught her, you know, and I, I, something I didn't know, you know, and um, uh, naive about that stuff, but, uh, uh, and I went, oh and something hit me just like that. When she said that, I went, Something happened to me at the same time. And I went, this is what I've been looking for. I didn't even know what it was, but I could feel it. But see, then that experience came three weeks later. Three weeks later, the Lord filled me with the Holy Ghost. Why? Why did he do that? Okay, let me tell you this first. This, This verse, it says, Jesus answered this woman at the well. He said, whosoever drinks of this water, you know, he asked him for a drink of water, shall thirst again. Yeah. But whoever drinks of the water I, I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. On, that means getting born again. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, But a well of water just sits. Yeah. Right? Sits there. Okay. Now go to, oh boy, Um, let's see, John seven, verse thirty seven. This King James. Now, nobody could give, even receive Jesus into their heart until Jesus had died on the cross, and he had yet not died on the cross. Yeah. But he was preparing them also for the infilling. Yeah. The reason you even got born again was the Holy Spirit comes to, to change your wine skin yeah. so you can even sure, right? get filled with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's for. Okay, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If any man thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He that believes in me. <laughs> you know what I put off to the side, I put a like this, I put not what he thinks. <laughs> he that believes in me, <laughs> but not just what what you think, okay? As the scripture had said, out of his belly shall flow, not a well of water, no, rivers. rivers of water. Rivers are moving all the time, and they actually come from the ocean eventually, if you, if you check a river out. They're a moving body. Now, the rest of it. But this he spake, verse 39, of the Spirit, which they that believe in him would receive... You have to be born again first, then you can receive the Holy Spirit. That's what he meant by that. Without being born again, you do not receive the Holy Spirit. Okay. But, I mean, with the, receiving the Holy Spirit, you receive the Holy Spirit when you get born again and he comes to change your wineskins. But there is not that understanding of the word of God As much until the spirit filled comes. He then, this comes upon you and floods you. (laughs) And out of your belly flow rivers of living, living, living water. Okay. But this he spake of the spirit, which they that believe in him should receive. You have to be born again first. That's what that means. For the Holy Spirit, though, was not yet given because Jesus had not yet died on the cross or was glorified. Now, in verse 38, I'm just going to say this. I wrote this in my Bible. Imagine a flood. It takes everything in its path. A flood comes out of your mouth. And it takes away all problems and defeat and destruction and all the devil's lies and traps and schemes. You stir yourself up by praise, speaking the word, praying in tongues. Soon a flood comes out of your mouth. Okay, so that's the truth. And you, Now, the Holy Spirit, some people thought... I've had people come into this church when I'm, um, after I got filled with the Holy Ghost, I was going all over the place and, and say if you ever been filled with the Holy Ghost, we're getting people baptized in the Holy Ghost. We yeah. call it baptism because you're immersed yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. And um, people but you have to be born again. You always have to make sure that they're born again first. Okay, so I'm going to go straight to Acts 1 yeah. 8. Well, let's go to Acts. Um, let's start with verse 2. Acts 1 yeah. 2. King James. Until the day in which Jesus was taken up, after he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commands unto the apostles whom he had chosen to whom he showed himself he showed himself to the apostles after his passion by many infallible proofs being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Mark mentioned that once you get born again you are transferred immediately from the kingdom of darkness which is Satan's kingdom to the kingdom of God, yes. whether you know it or not, you become a citizen of heaven. Yes. Yes. And in that kingdom is everything you need. Yes. Okay. Verse four: And being assembled together with them, with this, is, Jesus was with his apostles. He commanded them that they should not depart into Jeru- from Jerusalem, but now look at this. Wait for the promise. Promise. I circled it. Yeah. Of the Father, which he said, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you will be baptized or immersed with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. Why? Verse 8. But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Yeah. He came in you to prepare you. He comes upon you. And you shall be witnesses. You start to get bolder. You become a witness unto me. <laughs> in Fremont, and it says Jerusalem and Judea, but I say Arlington and Cedar Bluffs and, and Dodge and Snyder and Hooper and North Bend and, you know, everywhere, Omaha. And unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Yeah. Now in, in Acts 1-8, that word power there means dynamite yeah. power. It's dunamis, yeah. dynamite. That comes, that's where dynamite comes from. Sure. The, it's the most powerful force in the universe. What comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. More powerful than any existing nuclear power on earth. Yeah. Yeah. Power for what? Power to witness, for boldest, to be set free from bondages of alcohol and drugs, from hurt, from rejection, from the past. Power to do what God has appointed you to do in your life, His plan for you. Power to be healed by praying in the Holy Ghost. Now, I wrote this in my Bible at one time. You get rid of I've been abused mentality. You can get rid of depression. The Holy Ghost is a comforter. And he can get rid of the darkness residue and the infection of the past when you were hurt, when you were rejected, when you were abused or whatever happened to you. He purges the replays in the mind, purges the bad memories. Because the brain stores everything that you've heard. But the Holy Ghost, but the Holy Ghost can delete and purge harmful thoughts. And it even talks about, it does that by the blood of Jesus and I wrote down the scripture. I went, where is that? See, I was writing this down. and I, so, so I started looking at blood, and then I found it, Hebrews 9.14. And it says, I wrote it out here, though. How much more should the blood of Christ, though through the eternal spirit, offered himself without spot to God, purge, clear out, your conscience from dead works dead right and evil things to serve the Lord your God. That's what it does. It does. And not only that, I know personal testimonies from people that, that has happened. Like a pastor's wife. Or rather, she, uh, the pastor himself, start getting friendly with the secretary and started to commit adultery with the secretary and she wound up getting pregnant. And this, and this particular woman was came from a line of pastors. In fact, she played the piano for Catherine Kuhlman. She did. This is a true story. And that's Mike Key's pastor. I don't know if she's still, I'm not sure... This is, she's from Arizona. Arizona, but and she told that story. She was devastated because they themselves had two children, and she was hurt to the core. And she said, I had to stay. I just stayed in somewhere and prayed in tongues for three weeks. And she said, I got rid of it to such a point that I forgave them to such a point that I called them and said, can I help you? in any way <laughs> and they did get married and they're good friends <laughs> the, her ex-husband got married she divorced him and all that but, but that that's huge total absolute forgiveness now I want to tell you something on, on the day of Pentecost in chapter 2 it says that there was what? 120 people came there. Yeah. Yeah. But did you know that there was, in 1 Corinthians 15 6, yeah. there should have been way over 500. Uh-huh. That's right. And they didn't come to church that day. Oh, that and God, and you know what? I can give you scriptures. I have a lot of them, but I'm going to take the time. A lot of scriptures back in John and Luke and so forth where jesus kept telling him be sure to go to the upper room and wait for the promise he kept saying the promise the promise and they had they were already born again when he was telling them that now some people think the church started that day well the church the born again spirit-filled church did start that day the day of pentecost the devil came in because that is one of the most powerful things you can do it exactly is. somebody had a bad car accident uh-huh. now I've been a Christian for 42 years we have been 43 almost and um, you't you, you, you can't tell me that I'm wrong <laughs> how could you tell me <laughs> I'm of the devil <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Too much fruit back there. Yeah. That's right. yeah. Amen. People are scared of that. Yeah. And it's for everybody because it's a prayer language. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Car accident. With, yeah. Remember, I, I've told you about that before. Right Right across the ditch yeah. there from where we live out in yeah. Old Highway yeah. 8. And the, st- the tiny little vehicle, and it, I told you it was a stick shift yeah. And it really should have been two people. There were three boys in the front, and one of them it went right into his lungs, and it was, you know, and I mean everybody was standing out there. I went straight up in my bathrobe, I went to that in there, and I started praying in tongues, and I didn't care what the whole neighborhood thought, because this is a matter of life and death, and he did live. And I will tell you this, they were from the only other church in town that would have believed a, a be spirit-filled. His father was forever grateful. But in, in 1 Corinthians 15, 6, it actually said that there should have been five more than 500 people. Now, today, you know, as I was thinking, what do I tell them? Even at this women's conference, uh, Nancy Dufresne brought out about the Fredonia, I don't know what she called it. She got a, a message from God when she was in Fredonia, New York. Recently, Lani, Sonia, and I went over out to Fredonia to the miracle crusade there. And um, <clears throat> but the first time she ever went there, many years ago, she was up all night, and the Lord was telling her, churches we we need to get ready for the coming of the lord Amen. however people started to compromise in the churches with let's let's have rock and roll music we don't have it as you noticed nope let's let's just and i'm no no offense but we Honor God the way we dress. Yes. I just want to honor God. Yes. I mean, my God, a basketball coach wears a suit. Yes. The Amen. media, who is all off right now, for sure, I mean, they wear that stuff. But see, it got real casual. As it got casual, they said, well, if you want to let's stop the service, you can go out and get a drink. You know, you can have food. And that It's like the honor, the respect for God. Has the God of the universe left? And it was all kinds of less shortened. See, it's too too long. And I know there's people that don't come because their service is too long. But this is what the Lord told her. He said, those people who are sincere, their churches will be small. It's the truth. And then everybody thinks that you're not right because You have a small church, but he said the fruit is there. That's what he told her, and this was when her her husband was alive, and I know for a fact because I was diagnosed with cancer in 2012, and that's when he died, right? Before, I was thinking sometime if I ever saw him, the next time I saw him was going to tell him about it, and I never got the chance because his plane crashed, and so I know that that was 2012, (laughs) That's how long ago he told them. And these are still, that was 10 years ago. And uh, uh, just that, don't think that. How in the world, I don't know how in the world, with this amount of people, it's God totally, you know. They even buy all these chairs (laughs) to pay off the building, pay off all kinds of stuff to improve, all, just like she said. God, God is good, but but this church is going to go someplace. Now I'm getting, I might not even be up here. You you all are starting. I love that. He, you know, I wondered. I, I got to tell you this, Lacey. I wrote a text yesterday to Lonnie. And I said, Lonnie, would you please take the tithes and offerings tomorrow morning? And the Lord said, no, Lacey's supposed to take it. I mean, it was like, it came out, it was from here. And I went, am I hearing right? (laughs) And I mean, I just wasn't, you know, no, it was Lacey. And so I actually took your text I went, delete. Then I thought, why don't I just share it <laughs> instead to her? But then I rewrote hers. And she said yes, but she was also asked to take the pastor's appreciation. <laughs> then I went, oh, well, that's okay if you don't, nope, not nope. She says, that's okay. I'll do the tithes and offerings at the beginning and the other thing at the end. And you were supposed to, you had the preach in you, you two, today. Yes, you, you had the preach in you. But then I knew kind of what to do. It just said, none of it's in here. You know? <laughs> but but uh, this, this whole thing, you know, we want to be led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. See, it says, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were with one accord in one place. And you'll never believe I wrote. A whole sermon yesterday on unity and being in one accord and what it really means. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, it's like, and it's, but it, it, it's, it means more than we think it does. <sighs> because, and I can tell you this, that's why it that was also that one of the the word that he gave her in Fredonia when you are not in one accord yeah. in a church things you will not get into the revival thing and that can mean wishing you were somewhere else if you wish that you need to go yeah. and this last days yeah. you do yeah. Yeah. Right. you need to go yeah. Yeah. and I and, and all not you know, if if you if you do, you really do, yeah. because uh, otherwise it's going to inhibit revival yeah. and yeah. to keep moving on and forward. Yeah. So that is isn't uh, what? She, she, yeah. Okay. Well, there there's just so much more to it. Just not being in one accord, it was, they were in one place. And it even says that. X, yeah, right, right here. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were with one accord in one place. Sometimes you can't be one accord when you're watching on Facebook. You're not in one place either. But your heart has to be in it. Uh The heart has to be in it. In one accord. And suddenly, Mm -hmm. quickly, unexpectedly, there came a force, a sound from heaven. That's when the Holy Ghost came into into the earth. Now, the Holy Ghost means power. Do you, do you, I don't, do you remember any, who remembers sonic booms? All the older people. (laughs) John does. (laughs) Okay, because he studies all, he's a scientist. (laughs) Okay, but the sonic booms, when they first would go through the atmosphere above the earth, it, the whole, like they would shake so bad that some of it, it would almost fall. The whole make the whole plane fall apart, and uh, the glass broke and everything at first. And that, but then they they once they would get through, then it would be peaceful. Well, the Holy Ghost came, and it sounded. It says in here, and in the Greek, it actually means a hurricane wind sound, as much as a hurricane. See, the Holy Ghost is real. This is real because He came through the Earth's atmosphere. He came through. God made everything. Everything. God made the earth. He made all that stuff. He and like I say, what the scientists know, what you think you know, because you're so brilliantly smart, and they said your IQ is way up there. <laughs> You know a fourth of a teaspoon what he does. Don't ever think you're hot stuff about that. Because God is the one who gave us the knowledge about everything. Never. You have to be humble. Your heart has to be with God. But, but that even that had something that was like a sonic boom coming down. When he came into the atmosphere. And in those days, there there was not, they didn't even, there was, it was much, there's so many sounds out there now because of machinery and electricity and, and all that stuff. And we, we, we don't, you know, think as much, but, but in those days, their whole town came to see where that sound came from. And it said to them, but before that, they were sitting in a house and there were a pair appeared to them cloven tongues as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. We have a picture down in Mexico. They had a, a, a like a youth retreat. And anybody have that picture? What? Boy, I think it'd be worth it for you to get it. You know what I'm going to say anyway. But anyway... There's, uh they had a retreat, and they were getting, they were just worshiping the Lord, and the worship got so strong it was outside yeah. around a fire, <laughs> or something. And you know what? It looks like above all of their heads, there's, some, there's something, yeah. there's something up there. Signs and now somebody said ones that looked like a messy hairdo, and I, you know what? You know what though? When he said, when they said that, it just meant in my spirit. Yeah. Yeah. It it hurt my spirit yeah. because it's it right. was not. That is not. Spirit. That is impossible for the yeah. the camera caught it. Yeah. And those kids were filled with the Holy Ghost and this was down in New Mexico. <laughs> or down in Mexico, not New Mexico. Okay. And it said they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance now it says as the spirit gave them utterance this is another thing you must learn to respond when you respond you pull more out of me I could study and I studied a lot uh, of all stuff so many sermons and you know what you won't get nothing unless you're you're pulling it out, unless you're responding. And even with with that singing, you got to move your mouth. Even with being filled with the Holy Ghost. Okay, so you can you can uh, let's see. All right, it's their heads are on fire. You can pass it around if you want. Here, I'll let you pass it around and go all the way down. It isn't a, a wrong picture. It's, it's, <laughs> there's an even bigger picture of it. I know I have it somewhere in my office, too. But, but you have to open your mouth to do something like that. You It said, then the Spirit will give you utterance because the devil forces you, but God never forces you. God does not force you. There are so many benefits to it. Uh, oh my gosh. When you're down, it'll lift you up. When your mind is going crazy, to, yeah, a point. The best thing to do for the mind thing and that that Bible study that we're having. Now, Nancy Dufresne is also, if you have cable TV, she's on what? Two, what is it? 260. Two sixty-five is a dish, and um, DirecTV. It's I don't. It's a different one. Oh, so it's it's Victory. Kenneth Victory Channel. Oh, Kenneth Copeland's yeah, uh-huh. At one thirty, okay. okay. around, and the teaching is absolutely. Sure, she wrote the book, but she's <laughs> it's way deeper when she's there, so much that that. Discipline, sound disciplined mind to stop all the, the psychoses and all the junk the devil's yeah. trying yeah. you believe me i've fought yeah, i've fought the yeah. uh yep. mind battles Amen. a lot yeah. you don't know how much <laughs> but it's the only thing that would get would stop that now one of the best things though is to worship Put something on, but you got to open your mouth. You don't just listen to it. You've got to open your mouth or pray in tongues. Because you can't do two things at once. Think that and, and you know, work your mouth. <laughs> you're, you're working your mouth and you're thinking of what you're saying. I'll tell you, that's one of the benefits of it. Many, I, I can't even think. It edifies you. When you're down and depressed, uh, there's a, a there's a part of it that's a prayer language. Like when those you come <laughs> run into an accident, a car accident, people are dying. You do you know what to say exactly? God, oh please, God. You don't say, oh God, these people are dying. Ugh, he already knows that. Oh God, I mean, you know that's not prayer. You don't repeat problem when you pray don't say the problem. You have to know the word or I'll speak in tongues. Because tongues, 1 okay. Corinthians 14. 14, 2. I mean, there's, there's so many. In fact, I ran across an old CD and it says 101 benefits of speaking in tongues. I found that CD the other day. 101 benefits. That's a lot. Okay. Verse 2. King James. For he that speaks in an unknown tongue does not speak unto men, but unto God. For no man understands him, Howbeit he speaks mysteries. You don't know how to pray for someone. You don't know exactly what's going on in their body. They're dying. You know what? You prayed the perfect prayer because the Holy Ghost knows and he gives it to you. Um, see, it almost sounds like for no man understands him. Do you know what? That only God and you. <laughs> It's a direct hotline to God. Like the president of the United States has a red phone. You know, when there's war time. He has a red phone and that's a line that only he and and a general that's on the battlefield, you know, come through that line. You are in a direct line to God. And there can be billions of people doing the same thing at the same time. Because God is all knowing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't take God for granted. Oh, no. God is real,
1: yeah.
0: and I want to be real. I don't yeah. like fakie yeah. at all. Yep, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's it's. You've got to be real with God. Real when you worship Him. Real with Christianity, sure. Sometimes your flesh might take over a little bit, you. But you, that—that's why Pat Harrison was so real with God. And I mean, I just somehow that anointing came right off that phone, and I was just like, "Woo!" You know, excitement and all that is fine. You—you could get excited. But the real thing is that depth, yeah. the depth of the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to keep excited for God and not be deadbeat all the time. And that's why I, I was like so gracious to God that he, we got born again in spirit-filled in the charismatic movement because people were excited. <laughs> they were wild. <laughs> So I had a lot of wildness there, and now I'm almost 83, and I'm not, so I was like, eee, just like, just, just, you know, yeah, you can, but, uh, so I said, now it's a direct hotline to God. The devil cannot understand him, but he can understand English. <laughs> And then it says, though, there are times when you speak in the tongues of men and angels. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's different, you can go to a foreign country yeah. Yeah. and be able to uh, not, I'm not telling you you're going to know the language, but but this was, there was a prayer meeting, and uh, it's somebody I know, and they, they went there as a missionary, and they were in this prayer meeting, and this one girl, they were all speaking in tongues, and this one girl all of a sudden she gave a, gave a tongue and it was in English. But that was a tongue to her. It was tongues to her because she didn't know what she was saying. And this guy went, oh my gosh. <laughs> he understood every word and he interpreted it. <laughs> so that was, that was actually Elsie Popkinson. <laughs> so, this was in another country. And, um, yeah, so so you know that was authentic. <laughs> and that lots of different things. Jewish people would come into a service. I, I know one time a Jewish uh, person came in, and, and this, uh, pers- this pastor was speaking in Hebrew tongue. He was speaking in Hebrew and didn't know it. And it was from, there's different kinds of Hebrew as to wh- what part of the country they're from, and the guy went, oh my gosh. And, and he was speaking directly to that that Jewish person and that he got born again and spirit-filled. Yeah. So, you know what? Uh, th- there's just story after story, but it edifies you. It, it lifts you up when you're depressed. Get rid of depression. Get your mind straight. So many things. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but... I know that we're supposed to, I know that I'm supposed to lay hands on you. Now, I mean, after all that, and I'm not gonna say much more, but uh, I could prove to you by Acts 8, 10, 19, how people got filled with the Holy Ghost, way, even 20 years later. And this stuff has not passed away. Fact: The word of God says in two places. In Malachi says, "I am God, and I change not. I do not change my word. This is His word." In Hebrews thirteen eight, that's right. It says that Jesus is the same. And who is the Word?
1: Jesus.
0: In John one, I'll quote it. In the beginning was the Word. And the word was with God, and the word was God. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And so, yeah. Well, what was he going to say after that?
1: <laughs> no,
0: I, no, the, um, okay. Okay, he said, My word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus is the word. The words in here are from Jesus. But you know how Jesus got those words? From God the Father. So it's all, you know what? It's just, it's so real. And and Christianity is more real than anything else. And you need not be ashamed of it. You need, I'll tell you what, we're coming close to whatever's happening. (laughs) It's, it's coming close. And I may speak on Thessalonians, and if you're not going to just get raptured if you're just halfway in and out of this stuff, or you don't really believe it. You've got to be real in your spirit, man. And God knows the difference, and so does the devil. It's not a flip flop, oh, yeah. You've got to be real and participate. 'Cause God knows the difference. Yes, Love Him; yes, yes. He's precious. I'll tell yes. Woo. I you. Whoo! I, I just and Pat Harrison spoke the next day, and whoo! The same thing. It was just, whoo! <laughs> it was like a power came off of her. Yes. And then my grandson John back there is, and he was even saying, I saw in different times that she 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 acted just like her father, yeah. Kenneth Hagan. Yeah. And he was a powerful man of God. And I considered him my spiritual father. Whenever somebody asked me, I, that's who was my spiritual father. <laughs> and the reason I follow what I follow is because they are following it so close. They're following exactly Kenneth Hagin, but even going to a further thing in the word of faith. More revelation knowledge is coming out. That's another thing it does for you. You understand. It even says you're speaking mysteries. And then when you're done later, you under, you read the word and you go, Oh, I understand what that means now. That's why. You're speaking the mysteries out. And they were they're mysteries to other people. I've I've known pastors who have said that they weren't spirit-filled, didn't believe in it, and then they got spirit-filled, and they went, they opened the Bible and they went oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I understand this, I understand this. They didn't understand it before. <laughs> and many people use that, that one passage that, uh, that it says, uh, let's see, faith, hope, and love, that tongues, and tongues will pass away. <laughs> None of the other things that it's talking about has passed away. Yeah. You know why? Because the perfect will come. And the perfect is you'll walk in perfect love. You're going to walk in perfect love. That's a bunch of baloney that that's, the rest of that stuff is still here also. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. I mean, if you need, if you've never received Jesus in your heart, and all you have to do is say, Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. But you have to want it in your heart. If you don't want it and you just say it, it doesn't work. (laughs) In fact, that's the way you get healing. That's the way you get finances. You believe it in your heart. You say it with your mouth. Your mouth is important. And it's important just not to say the wrong words either. But, and if anybody who's never been filled with the Holy Ghost, I'll just ask you, we're just going to make it a line, a different line or a few You want to rededicate your life to God or be filled with the Holy Ghost or if you need healing in your body. Okay? That's what the Lord told me. You know what? I would love it, though, if you could get back up there. Yeah. And at one point, I know I I told them, I think I'm going to be playing I Surrender All, but would you play Hallelujah instead (laughs) right now? And maybe at the end we'll say I Surrender All. Without wrath and without doubting. That's why we lift up holy hands. It says, it's right in Thessalonians, right?
1: Thessalonians. Right.
0: Yeah. But in the New Testament, it says, lift up those holy hands without wrath and without doubting. (laughs)
1: It's the Holy Spirit. So, okay,